I'm such a pretty boy, girl. I can take your man if I want to. He follows me around like a hound, like I'm barbecue. Or is this the third time today that we tried to record? To me, it's starting to feel like the hundredth time <laughs> that we tried to record this. <laughs> yeah, so um, I don't know what's going on, Anchor. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's my iPad. I don't know if it's my internet. I don't know if it's your internet. I don't know what's going on, but this is like the the third or fourth time today that we're trying to record. So yes, I'm going to just sprinkle some black magic on this and hope that we can get through this recording for the fourth time. Um, so before we get into the issues, Ramon, how are you doing? Again, I'm I'm doing great. Uh, my week has been great. Um, I'm back in the office once a week this week after being out for a year. Um, I'm also back in the gym. Um, I also go, took gym. my yeah. I also took my second shot. Um, I thought like because my body was hurting because I'm like this is my first time back in the gym that it was because of that but now I'm starting to realize it's actually because of the shot because like my arm is still sore from the shot that I took on Monday so mm-hmm. yeah but other than that I haven't had any bad side side effects besides the body aches so that's what's up well I'm I'm glad that you got your um second round of the vaccine so shout out to you for being covered now you can travel with less stress and go to work with less stress i know Um, right and being out of the office for a year is hella that's a long time yeah a very long time yeah one of the one of the my co-workers was like oh you've been out for two years i mean well (laughs) i mean it's kind of close to that honestly (laughs) yeah that's that's nuts i couldn't imagine well i I guess i could imagine because i taught virtually while i was in chicago and now I'm, i'm back in the classroom every day but I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And it's it's so difficult to do a really good job teaching um, online. So shout out to all of the teachers that are doing that still. Um, and I'm just glad that I work at a school that has like safety precautions and I feel comfortable going to work every day. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, but also another thing that happened this week is we actually released first episode one that we both were oh, yeah. hesitant about so we did release the only yeah. fans episode Ooh, yeah <laughs> i just felt called to um call it the only fans episode but mm-hmm. how, so how did you feel about um getting that pushed out and getting that out of the way do you feel more comfortable now yeah i am i definitely learned a lot um i listened mm-hmm. to it like maybe 30 times and listened mm-hmm. to things that I needed to work on for myself and Mm -hmm. the swearing is definitely one of those things that's not going to be happening a lot this episode. So we'll see. He's going to (laughs) say shit (laughs) like in the next five seconds or no, I think your favorite is the F word. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely the F word. Also, I feel like really nasally. I've been drinking tea and I don't think it's working. Like Mm. I feel like I need a good, sinus drain or something i feel very congested today Mm, well hopefully hopefully you feel better yeah because i mean i know with the weather changing and everything um yeah you know sinuses and allergies were you about to say with the weather changing and shit 
No, I was not. Oh, I was I'm not. pretty sure you were. <laughs> I was not. But I'm really excited to like get into the news this week, you know, you know, get your feedback on some things and how you feel about things. So, yeah, I'm for excited sure, about sure. that. Um, some of the feedback we got from episode one is that people want to be up in our business. So I guess this is the um, get up in our business part of the episode. Okay. Well, so go ahead. Spill your business. No, how about you spill yours? Because you already said that you're dating someone. You said that <laughs> I'm dating someone? Did yeah, you, yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. You said that you was dating someone. Yes, I am. I am. Yes, I am. I am dating someone. And how is that going? It is going great. It is okay. awesome. Um, okay. I feel very... What's the word I want to use? Tired. Because um, dating is exhausting. But also, um, I feel at peace. I feel yeah. tired because we're always like, our motto is new experiences together. Mm. So every date that we've been on um, has been something pretty new. Mm. So it's tiring and that that shit's exhausting. But mm. at the same time, I feel very, um, <clears throat> I was saying this yesterday. I just feel at peace. Um, and, you know, relationships can be kind of drama filled sometimes. So it's very nice to have bumped into someone who seems right. Cause we're in the very beginning stages of this thing, but who seems to be, you know, not Some filled with drama. Person. Just, yeah. Yeah. I get yeah. that. Me, I'm not dating. I don't, um, want to date. Um, uh, no, I'm good right now. Uh, you gonna stick with your <laughs> reality porn. Pretty much, yeah. Don't <laughs> stick with that. Um, I have, I definitely enjoy myself doing that. Um, but I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely up for like friends. So um, I definitely am on that path of just being friends with people. Like romantically, being involved with someone is just not my mo right now. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely okay with the single life and enjoying my dog. So. Yeah. yeah, and and my bad. That's him in the background playing with his squeaky toy. So what up, Gunna? <laughs> Your dog is super cute. No, and you know what was crazy? Because you know I'm a dog person as well, and I uh-huh. think part of what got me was his dog. So I think that like the dog thing works. Oh, yeah. Your friend? Yes, my my friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, he's got he's got a, a pit bull. She's super cute. Um and I think I like her like as much as I like him. So mm. <laughs> Well that that's that's good. Um yeah. I don't have anyone around my dog, so I I don't think anybody will like me just because of my dog. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into it. Um so we definitely wanted to start by acknowledging uh the month of May. The month of May is Asian uh, and Pacific American Heritage Month. So I think that's really cool. Uh, one of the things that we have been focusing in on, on at work is just making sure that the kids are aware um, of different like cultures and, and heritages and, and, and practices um, from different cultures in different parts of the world. So um, yeah, May is American um, Pacific, or, I'm sorry, Asian Pacific American Heritage Month. That's a lot of words. It really is. Um, but you know what? <laughs> but you know what? That's really good that um, 
school is teaching that now. Like when I was in school, I definitely don't remember learning anything about Asian American history in general, but that's definitely good. I mean, that that's being done. I applaud you for that because I'm sure you're probably learning some things that you didn't know either. I am. Um, so one of the things that I learned was, which I kind of already knew, but I didn't know um, to what depth, but the um, significance that Asian Americans had on our railroads. And obviously I just stumbled all over that. So still learning. Right. But, um, yeah, I just did. I didn't consider it. I didn't really think about it. Um, and so now I did. So, I mean, in, in getting, as we're talking about uh, Asian American history or whatever, mm -hmm. as you know, like Congress uh, passed the Asian anti-hate crime or whatever, yeah. because of the hate crimes that have been happening because of Trump and his rhetoric as far as like very, like being very racist towards Asian Americans and stuff because of the coronavirus and where they believe it came from. Um, I'm definitely proud. I'm definitely happy that Congress has done that. Mm -hmm. Um, I am here for the Asian com community. Mm -hmm. I did an ancestry test and I have 10% Asian in me. So, you know, I don't know anything mm -hmm. about the Asian community. Cause like I asked you, like, how do you feel about it? Right? Yeah. Okay. So I definitely feel like, um, the passing of the Asian American um, anti-hate crime bill is important. I think it's substantial. I think it's a move in the right direction. I also think that there's something to be said about the fact that um, when it comes to um, legislation and acknowledgement and things of that nature, that Black people often get pushed to the back of the line. Right. Um, don't get me wrong, This this country has a ridiculous history of racism against all melanoid people. So Asian, you know, uh, Pacific Islander, African-Americans as well. But um, it's something about black people um, in this country. <clears throat> and we can really dig into what it is, but that's a separate episode. Um, but there's something to be said about how we get looked over mm -hmm. and how we get passed by for things. Um, with that being said, I also think that it's important for us to, you know, um, coalition with groups that are fighting, you know, against Asian hate and against every other kind of hate, too. I think one of the really cool things that I learned about the success of the Black Panther Party was that they were not um, siloed in their work. So they organized with um, groups that fought for LGBTQ rights, that uh, groups that work that fought for um, Asian American rights. Um, a lot of um, Hispanic American um, coalitions organized with them. And so I do think that there's something to be said about um, collaboration um, toward one goal, <clears throat> which is equality for everybody. But um, when it comes to Black people, we do get we get pushed to the the back of the line a lot. Yeah, um, and, and yeah. I, I definitely feel, I'm sorry to cut you off, but Not I definitely sure. agree with you as far as like being a coalition and like really working together to get, to get things done. But I just feel like in general, we get in our own way as a people. Like we are the minorities of this country and we definitely should be working together, you know, mm -hmm. to change some of these people that are empowered minds that are usually white. Mm -hmm. um, but... I don't think that that's ever going to happen because of 
the history of this country country it's like they put us always against each other instead of like really trying to come together so i i'm definitely open to like help in any type of way when it comes to the asian hate crimes like i definitely feel like it's wrong but i definitely i just feel like they definitely need to speak up more and actually support the black lives matter movement you know yeah. like We'll definitely support you, but we need your voice as well. Like, we need to come just realize, like, to get shit, to get things done, we got to come together. So, yeah. I'm proud of you for going five minutes without saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, all the power to all the people. I think that's the, 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 the way we need to be moving. Um, I did want to say before we get off the topic... Um, I just wanted to read some statistics. Center for the Study of Hate and Extremism published a report um, that documented the changes in hate crime patterns in 2020. They looked at 16 cities, some of the largest cities in the country. So I'm thinking like New York, Chicago, um, cities like that. Um, and it looks like hate crimes rose by 149% in 2020. So in 2019, there were about 49 documented cases of hate crimes against Asian Americans um, or including Asian bias. And then in 2020, there were 122 cases. And I can imagine um, that the largest increase of that is um, because, because of the rhetoric yeah, that President Trump spouted while um, the pandemic onset. So that's sad. And now he's the former. Former, former president. Excuse me, um, president of the United States of America. Former most impeached <laughs> president <laughs> of the United States. That is a hell of a resume, um, right? Yeah, and he might be going to jail. Mm. Might be going to jail. I hope so. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Lock I think, him up. <laughs> I think that uh, rich white men have a superpower, and it's staying out of jail. Uh, um, so. Lock him up. <laughs> not like him <laughs> I'm crying but no um also like did you uh did you see that Tucker Carlson um uh show where he was saying well I saw the clip where he was talking about um if you see someone wearing a mask tell them to take their mask off if you see them wearing it outside or whatever and mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, this motherfucker want people to get slapped. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think that you are to come up to me and tell me what to do with my body? So I will say one of the things that I recently read that some of the new guidance coming out is saying that you can remove your mask if you're fully vaccinated and you're outdoors. Mm-hmm. But if I don't want to, why the hell does somebody else care? Yeah, he's talking about he, and then he's saying like if you see a child with a mask on, that's child abuse, a child abuse, and call the police. Okay. Uh, like this is what you call white privilege at its finest because I I don't I can't imagine anybody of any color or anybody that's minding their own damn business go up to someone mm-hmm. and be like, you need to take your mask off while you're outside. You know what, Ramon? I think this is a perfect opportunity for us to give out an award. I think that we should um, give Tucker Carlson the clown award 
for being a fucking clown this week and for telling people to take your mask off or take other people's mask off or call the police if you see people with masks on outside. I think that's clown behavior. And so I think we should give him the clown award. He's just an idiot. <laughs> Stupid. He's just an idiot. Dumb. Yeah. Yeah. How's the how's the weather? Um can I say where you live? Can I say where where you are? No. Okay. How's the weather <laughs> there? <laughs> in the in that city that I know. Look, I'm very discreet. In. I'm very DL. I don't do Did all you say you DL? <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Did this get out of here? <laughs> I just realized what you said. Talk about discreet and DL. Get out of here. <laughs> I thought I thought I was tripping, but I wasn't. <laughs> no, but the weather's good. It's, it's, the weather's good. <laughs> the weather's good. I got my window open. I'm freaking crying. I think it's like, let me see what the weather is in Dallas. Well, I don't mind people knowing what city I live in, but that's that's about it. Look, I don't, I don't look. I give you what the fuck I want to give you. I ain't give you because you DL. Yeah, <laughs> very discreet. Because you're very cause discreet. You're toxic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, so I know you're not dating right now, but when you were dating, did you date DL men? Did I? First of all, this was when I was having sex. I. uh Okay, was, so are you on the abstinence train right now? Yeah, I'm not. Shout out to you. I love that. I'm not. I'm just not really entertained with that thing right now. But <laughs> that thing. <laughs> but no, like I would say, um, I, I was having. I was uh, in a entanglement with a few DL people. Yes, but a few like a few at the same time. No, it was. <laughs> Like, hold on, bro. <laughs> it was a, it was not at the same time, but yeah. Which, if it was, I wouldn't be judging you because you know. Oh no, because there's 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 plenty of people out here that do more than that, what I've yes, done. So yes, they are. At yeah. me next time, fuck you. What? Um, <laughs> I feel like you be trying to get little ones off. Everyone, there are plenty of people who do more. <laughs> no, definitely not. That was yeah, not no. my mo. I just I I couldn't honestly imagine being with somebody who um was DL. That sounds exhausting and tragic. Well, the only reason why the only reason why I did it is because I knew what it was and I knew right. what it was going to be. There was never going to be any feelings involved, so I was okay with it. So yeah. now I don't want anything to do with anyone besides myself an apple a day keeps the doctor away right well that goes for crown apple too so head on over to the popcorn professor to get your crown apple infused popcorn order today at the popcorn professor stl.com one of the things that i wanted to uh talk about was the andrew uh brown jr shooting where um he was murdered by police officers in this small town called Elizabeth uh, in North Carolina. It's a majority black town, but it's in a pretty um, rural part of the state. And I think the county is like majority white. And so what ended up happening was 
like there's no information on the case that is credible yet because they refused to release body camera footage to the public for legal reasons. Now, I could not imagine um, a good reason to not release um, body cam footage for this situation um, unless they were trying to hide something. So there's been um, a bunch of different protests and uh, community leaders and residents rising up and uh, communicating to the system in Elizabeth, North Carolina, that they need to release um, this body footage. And so another example of another black man um, being murdered by uh, the forces that be, which were the uh, police officers that belong to the Pasco Tank County Sheriff's, Op Sheriff's Office. Um, and it's ridiculous. And so I just wanted to kind of see how you felt about that. If you thought it was just as ridiculous as I did, that they will not release um, any of the body cam, body cam footage. Oh, yeah. I definitely feel like this ridiculous that um, they're not releasing anything. It definitely seems like they're trying to hide something or even cover up something. I definitely feel yeah. like um, the police officers, you know, like they're just out here to shoot to kill and not really um, de-escalate the situation. So yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what really happened or why they were coming for Andrew Brown Jr. But um, all I have is the like the antidotes from the the family and the um, the attorney. And I don't give a shit if he was a police officer, dope dealer, whatever. I feel like all like I don't care if you're guilty of a crime. Just because you're guilty of a crime does not mean that you need to be met with excessive force right. and therefore murdered. Like it's I, it's just ridiculous. I mean, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, I totally agree. Like this is just another example of police out here asking. Uh, just killing black men for no reason. Like they just doing it because they feel like they can. Like I think in this situation too, it's even, it's super unique. Well, it's not unique, but it's interesting in the fact that, um, so it says that the county has about 40,000 people in it. 54% of them are white, 36% or about are black. So that's almost like, that's pretty close to half. Um, it looks like there is a white sheriff, a white county attorney, and a mostly white board of commissioners in the city. That doesn't make sense. What do you expect? Well, I mean, I don't expect anything different. It's just ridiculous. Because um, yeah. then also, like, this week, um, the uh, Ahmaud Aubrey, um, the three men that Chase and hunted him down were actually indicted on federal hate, hate crime charges. So, I mean, even though they're not police, this is mm -hmm. just another example of how this country is racist towards people of color. Like, these three men had no right to chase this man down mm -hmm. and kill him. This is just another example of what happened to Trayvon Martin? And this this happened in Georgia, right? Yeah, this happened in Georgia. It happened February 20th of last year. Um, 
So this man was actually working out, like going for a jog. Mm-hmm. And these white men accused him of being a thief. And they felt like they should take the power into their own hands and do justice. Hmm. Um, and their justice was to kill an innocent man. So I'm definitely looking forward to this this case. I'm sure it's going to be played out on TV just like the George Floyd case. Um, I really hope that these people are found guilty. So. And so there were there was a father. There was a son, and then there was a person um, who recorded the incident that was also indicted, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's astounding at this point. I don't know. I get, I don't know. I feel like I get personally um, just exhausted kind of having these conversations, and not that these conversations aren't important, but... You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's a lot. Yeah, trust me. I, I definitely agree with you on that because this week also, just yesterday, I'm in my house minding my business and I actually had just woke up from a nap and, you know, I got my window open so that my plants could get sunlight and this sheriff knocked on my door asking for someone that doesn't live here. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, the guy's not in trouble but can you open the door? Can I speak to you? And I said, no, I'm not opening the door. I was like, that person doesn't live here. And then also, like, my dog Gunner was going crazy. So I was just like, no, I'm not opening the door. Um, but he left. But, you know, like, I'm not, I don't mess with police. Like, yeah, I just don't. My experience with police and what's been going on with the news today, as far as like when it comes to police, I don't want any type of interaction. To me, they're they're just trigger happy and just ready to shoot somebody for no no reason. So especially I, you know where where you're living at, it is it's just too much of a chance. Like I've just had too many bad experiences and heard of too many bad experiences mm-hmm. there. So um, another thing that happened last week that we have to get into um, was on Wednesday, last Wednesday, Biden delivered his first address to the joint um, session of Congress to mark his first 100 days since taking office. Did you get to did you watch the whole thing? Yes, I did watch the entire thing. Um, uh, Okay, so you want my opinion on it? Let, so let's let's talk about um, some of the highlights from it, and then let's talk about um, how we feel about it. Okay. Um, so some of the highlights, some of the big tenets from his speech were um, big promises on jobs. So he talked about stimulating the American economy, being at the top of his priorities, talked a lot about his American families plan um, that would expand access to education, um, affordable child care, paid medical leave. And um, he had also announced that uh, Vice President Harris was going to be tasked to handle the crisis at the border um, diplomatically. So those were some of the things that I kind of wanted to pause and talk about. Um, I really want to see how you feel about this American Families Plan. So the American Families Plan, again, is going to expand access to education. And so what that means specifically from Biden is that um, he'd like to institute two 
additional years of preschool for each citizen or each child, and then also two free years of community college. And okay. um, how do you feel about that? Yeah, let's talk about that. Okay, so I definitely agree as far as like three free years of community college. Like mm -hmm. we need that, especially like, especially like for black young adults coming out, like, and for kids in general coming straight out of high school, we don't, they don't know what they want to be, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I feel like with those three free years, as far as like taking um, general studies and then also figuring out like things that they like as far as like taking courses to mm -hmm. take them on the career path, we feel like that's a great, great idea. Because then also the student loan debt wouldn't be like it is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you had those two free years of uh, exploration, you wouldn't have to necessarily stress out about making a quick decision to do or be something. I get that. Yeah. I'm I'm more excited, honestly, about the preschool. I think that starting kids in school younger um, is a smarter decision. Mm -hmm. uh, when you can get ahead of like academic issues with early assessment, um, it makes for a better um, school experience for the student and for the teachers that service the student. So mm. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Um, some of the other things that he highlighted, though, was the passing of the American Rescue Rescue Plan, which um, was his big response to COVID. Um, so 220 million COVID shots. Um, the stimulus packages. Um, he's going to do some veteran health care reform, which I'm excited about. Um, and then the big goal that you probably heard uh, Vice President Harris talking about and that he talked about on Wednesday was cutting child poverty in half this year. Mm. And apparently they're on track to, to doing that. Well, I, 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 I just hope the people that, you know, got the stimulus check is doing the right thing. You know, yes. <laughs> <laughs> did you so did you never receive one? I still gotta file my taxes, so I Ooh. have not, um I have not, but yeah, I need to get on that because I gotta do it this month. So no rush though, because for some reason, like I filed my taxes early this year, just because uh -huh. just cause. And I have not received any information on a return yet. Mm. I mean, uh, you know, people probably out here scamming for the PPP loans, you know. I don't care. They better give me my damn income tax. You know, somebody <laughs> told me, somebody told me that they was going to apply for that. And I was like, what? <laughs> so if you, so if you had a business, if you had a business pre-COVID, right, you can apply for the PPP loan. That's what it's for. But if what you, if they didn't have a business? If they did not have a business pre-COVID, they are probably committing some sort of... Um, That's what I'm saying. Some sort of act. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like... Because, you know, they on Instagram, they definitely be doing those little skits to where they got a police coming after them. So, yeah. you know... It's, uh, I think it's like a source of comedy, but I don't know. I hope people aren't really getting in trouble for that. Me either. Like, but also, who wants you know, to be in trouble with the law? Like, no. About some Stay money. Stay away from me. 
But no, like, okay, so like with the uh, Joe, Biden, Joe Biden speech, like, congratulations mm -hmm. on his first hundred days or whatever. Um, yeah. I definitely think that he has started off great as far as like being a presidential president, um, mm -hmm. especially coming off four years of Trump, somebody that, oh my God, I just don't know, like, uh, but yes, like I definitely think that he's doing a great job. Um, I definitely mm -hmm. feel like he is. He is like okay, so he got the election because of the black vote. Not once in this speech of his um, did he really acknowledge the black voice. Mm -hmm. um, he definitely uh acknowledge the asian hate crime bill um like it's just like you know he definitely acknowledged the lgbtq community which is great which is my community mm -hmm. but i'm also black um i definitely feel like you know uh that part of that speech was not there and i definitely really? feel like it needed to be heard um I, di I disagree you disagree yeah i feel like most of the so I didn't feel like I needed him to say black, black, black. I needed him to lay out details of plans that would affect black people. And mm. so in, in my mind, like, because we are so um, affected uh, in a compounding way by um, social economic issues um, throughout the country, mm. like him passing the American rescues rescue plan, him, um, making sure that stimulus packages got to the pockets of Americans. Like those are all issues that deeply affect the black community. So I don't care okay. if he never says black, as long as he's doing the right thing. However, okay, okay, I will I say, no, go ahead, my bad. No, I was going to say, I agree with you on that. Cause I disappointed in Biden's speech. Um, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of insight into how Republicans think. There was a concern when President Biden was elected that despite his almost 40-year career in Congress as a centrist, that he would govern as a progressive, that he was sort of this Trojan horse for progressive policies. I had faith he wouldn't be that. Uh, seeing what he said last night, I that faith has gone completely out the window. This is by far the most progressive speech of any modern president. I think since LBJ. Uh, the answer to every single problem in the United States of America is to write a check and bankrupt my generation in the process. And Megan McCain. Gotta love her, right? <laughs> um, or not. Um, so The View is my show. I love watching The View. And I actually, in general, I respect getting to hear um, her perspective because it's always different from mine. Um, but she thinks that uh, Joe Biden is this like Trojan horse for socialism and thinks that he everything that he's doing is way too progressive. Um, what do you think about that? Uh, OK, so <laughs> Megan McCain. OK, it's like, you know, Megan McCain is definitely a clown. That's just how I feel about her. Like, I don't think anything that she says is right. I I don't understand her. I don't know why she is on The View. I, I never understand what she's saying. I, I just don't. I just be 
lost all the time. Now, I do understand, like, where some of them are coming from in terms of... So, I guess a lot of the Republicans are really um, upset because Joe Biden said that he was going to be a president that governed for all people, and that he's going to be a president for people who didn't even vote for him. And so, I get, like, the perspective of them not liking him because he's really... He has been leaning more progressive um, than what he told them he would do. But at the same time, the policies that Joe Biden is are is putting forth, they aren't for Democrats. They aren't for Republicans. They're for the middle class, which mm-hmm. consists of um, Democrats, Republicans, Democratic Socialists, and everybody else too. And so, um, I just think it's funny how um, people can have such negative things to say about somebody who's obviously trying to. Um, fix some of the issues that we're suffering from right now. And mm-hmm. like I said, I don't think Joe Biden is perfect, a long shot from it, but I definitely see what he's trying to do. And um, I I just want to commend it because it's a uh, um, 180 from where we were a couple of years ago, where we had somebody de- denying the truth mm-hmm. um, versus embracing it. So um, also uh, the GOP leader, uh, Kevin McCarthy tweeted while it was going on. Uh, he said, this whole thing could have been an email. <laughs> <laughs> Republicans are like the shadiest like group of people <laughs> in the world. Always said, this whole thing could have been an email. 